Good morning. Yes, I am back a little bit quicker than I said I would be. Yes, I am still preparing for a tour, and everything else is pretty much on the back burner at this point. But uh, the owner of Red Orchard Records, who released my solo 7-inch, Mara, a couple years ago, uh, he was in town to deliver some 7-inches to me for the upcoming tour, and I decided to have him sit down and play me some music. So, uh, yeah, this episode was recorded just a couple days ago when he came down to visit me. Um, I am still preparing for that tour. Uh, it's a little intimidating. It's been a long time since I've played this type of music in this type of setting. Um, but post-Agaloc and pre-Karata, I decided to give it a whirl and see what happens. So, yes, I am doing a solo tour. Vancouver, BC, Seattle, Portland, uh, Oakland, and L.A. Uh, starting May 8th, I believe. Uh, one show per day going all the way down the coast with my good friend Derek from Compactor. Uh, it's going to be a hell of an experience. We're playing with a lot of really, really great musicians uh, and artists along the way. So uh, yeah, come out and see that if you get a chance. But uh, for today, we're going to have Russ Miko, owner of Red Orchard Records and an attorney. Yeah, scary stuff. Uh, so anyway, here we are with Russ Miko. How's it going? It's going great. How about you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, thanks for joining me on this silly little podcast. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. So uh, I think today we're going to listen to some music, uh, maybe share a few stories, listen to some Slayer piano covers. I know who I'm going to hire for a christening if I ever had children. There you go. I don't know who this is. It's just some random person I found on uh, YouTube. 
And it's, the video is just the hands, but it seems like it's maybe a teenage girl playing these songs. But uh, she is also doing Ace of Spades, Seasons in the Abyss, Tornado of Souls, uh, Chop Suey, oh. System of a Down. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's just Tobias from Ghost. I think you might be right. <laughs> He's everywhere. Yeah. Even in this little girl's room, I guess. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, Russ, um, how the hell do I know you? Like, what's your deal? Who are You're, you? Well, I'm a person. Yes, that's true. Yes. Uh, we met through my friend Nick. I know Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Woos. Yes. Yes. He in, uh, invited me to his show, introduced me to you. And we've been like lifelong buddies ever since. That's true. So we've known each other four years ish. Yeah, around there, four or five years. Our uh, my label Red Orchard Records released your vinyl single Mara. Oh, that's a couple true. Of years back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You uh, you came down and you delivered some more copies to me for my upcoming tour, my solo tour that's coming up. And where is that going to be again? Uh, Vancouver, BC, Seattle, Portland, Oakland, and LA. Starting May 8th. Okay. 8th Vancouver, 9th Seattle, 10th Portland, 11th Oakland, 12th LA. And then I'm home in time for Mother's Day. Perfect. Yeah, it is great. Uh, yeah, so anyway, thanks for bringing those down. Um, you released that a couple years back. Um, do you have anything else in mind for your label or... Yeah, I'm always looking for other bands to put out uh, releases. Mm -hmm. Probably looking, the first release was a vinyl single. This time it's probably going to be a CD mm -hmm. full album. Nice. So, yeah, just kind of searching out there, trying to find out what's available, what bands right. might be interested in releasing something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doing a Noise 7 Inch is your first release. Probably not very financially sound advice it was a great release though, <laughs> with great packaging <laughs> and Stumptown printers did an awesome yeah. job on yeah. everything it's a beautiful beautiful seven inch and it's available on redorchardrecords.com that's right redorchardrecords.com so you're going to be you know doing some more stuff in the future um with the label for sure uh and yeah you still have plenty of maras left exactly yep that's good i mean that's good sort of Kind of good for me, I guess. Well, it's good for the fans who want to purchase a copy. Right. Because they're flying off the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're touring. <laughs> That's right. Now that I'm doing this tour, I mean, noise records, they're just going to, it's just going to explode. It's going to be everywhere. Exactly. I, mean, I think I'm slotted to do uh, Game of Thrones soundtrack work next year because of it. Nice. So yeah, you'll be seeing me of that. Um, Bill Cosby has got this comeback episode <laughs> thing I'm going to be, you know. Doing some noise underneath his, nice his comedy stylings. Nice. Yeah, you got you know that making noise music just opens up so much doors, so many doors. <laughs> it's opened me up to this world of opportunities for movie scoring. Um, my st stand-up career is really You're doing like, doing amazing because of my noise record. You've been called in to help out with songwriting duties for like Taylor Swift. That's right. Bands like people like that. Yeah. You need some help with the songwriting skills. Yep. Justin Bieber actually had this this part that he was struggling with recently. And I was like, dude, you just need some harsh noise wall right there. Yeah. And he didn't give you any credit though. No, but that's the I mean that's the bummer thing is no credit for this stuff. But it's cool. I get paid handsomely and I don't want to ruin my street cred by yeah. people knowing that 
I'm working for Justin Bieber. He's just going to wear a shirt with your face on it. That's true. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. That'd be great, actually. You'd probably make him more handsome. Because <laughs> I'm one handsome motherfucker. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> okay, so you're a label dude. What else are you? What, 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 do, you do you enjoy music? Have you heard music? I how love many, music. How many snare hits have you heard in your entire life, do you think? If you're to approximate, how many actual snare hits have you heard? To quote a former client, 50 bazillion. 50 bazillion. Yeah. Hmm. That's okay. not a real number, by the way. It doesn't, it almost sounds like it could be. But it's not. It's not. No. Okay. So you're claiming that you've heard 50 bazillion snare hits. Yeah. How many of those live and how many on record? <sighs> Two thirds record, one third live. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now turning that on its ear, how many kick drum hits do you think you've heard? Probably double. Yeah. That would make sense. Drummers love kick drums. Double bass. Yep. Yeah. You have to have the double bass. Yeah. You have to. It's required. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least two pedals. Yeah. (laughs) I know from experience because Aglock's first drummer it wasn't so great at the double bass, so he didn't do it. And when we first started playing live, people were like, wait, dead winter days without double bass? Like, this is not, this is not working. No. No, I love music. Always liked music. Uh, been a metalhead since the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, play really bad bass guitar. Nice. You know, uh-huh. but I enjoy it. Love yeah. the shows. Love hanging out with people like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to tunes. It's all good. Great. So um, you're obviously into metal. Correct. Uh, like what, what do you think your favorite genres are metal wise? Like, are you a, like a thrash guy, death guy, doom sludge doom? Yeah. Yeah. That's always cathedral kind of put me on that yeah. path more. I love the death metal. I love the grind core. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick my favorite bands of all time, yep. no particular order. Napalm death has to be up there at the very top along with like, course like 90 million other people the misfits mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. but i love the doom bands cathedral mm-hmm. stuff like that forest of equilibrium type stuff yep 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 that's yeah. like really caught me at a young age and it's mm-hmm. kind of like that's always what i've always been a fan of went from like cathedral to the stoner rock stuff caius is one of my favorite bands of all yeah. time yeah things like that yeah and uh Death metal, love death metal, got into death metal through my cousin Doug. Mm-hmm. He was in, uh, well, he's been in some bands. He recorded some albums. He got me into like death metal when he joined Suffocation back in the 90s. Oh, that's right. He was on which Suffocation record? Pierce from Within. Right. So your cousin, Doug Bone. Doug Bone, not Doug Stanhope. Correct. <laughs> I thought Doug Stanhope was in Suffocation for a bit too. No, who this ha- is. Who hasn't been in Suffocation on drums? I haven't. Yeah, but you yet. don't play drums, do you? I have a drum set right behind me. It's electric, but still. I could do it. Maybe I'll be on their next record. Do it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) I've been turning it down for years. I think this time I'm going to do it. Call him up. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) Suffo. No, but uh, Doug Bone. Yes. He was on Pierce Pierce from from Within, Within, which is a killer, killer suffocation record. It's a great album. And he's also, he was in Pyrexia, correct? Correct. Okay. At various times, he was in Bile. He was in other bands. He was in Bile. I saw Bile. In Minnesota in the 90s. I don't think he ever recorded anything with them, but okay. he was a, a touring drummer on some shows wow. for them back in the 90s. I wonder if I saw him then. That's crazy. Huh. Well, that's cool. That's a cool uh, yeah. 
kind of into death metal. Yeah, and I'd never really heard much about death metal. I knew some Carcass. I liked Carcass. I actually, no, by the time he joined Suffocation, I was already in high school, so I was like listening to Disincarnate. Yeah, yeah. All those kind of like mm-hmm. Roadrunner bands, right. Earache bands, Terrorizer. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So I was already into that before he joined Suffocation, but he's the one who really got me okay. into that That's type awesome. of music. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, cool. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, label guy, death metal fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a lawyer. You're a lawyer? Yeah. Okay. Work in Tacoma, Washington. You wear a lot of hats. Yeah, I know. You're not wearing one now. No. But I was about half hour ago. That's true. But you're only wearing one. Yeah, So exactly. So, lawyer, label dude, metal guy. Yeah. That's, that's three hats. That's, I know. That's awesome. So is there like a specific type of law Ah, that you work with? I used to do a lot of business litigation, Mm -hmm. business transactional contract review, contract drafting agreements, partnership agreements, Mm -hmm. fun stuff like that. Yeah. Right now I'm doing trial work basically for a personal injury firm in Tacoma. Okay. So uh, if a case can't get settled, I file a lawsuit and I have a trial. Right. And we see what the jury says. Wow. It's so out of my frame of reference. I can't imagine doing something like that. It's crazy. Lots of pressure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everybody has pressure. But everybody yeah. has different type of pressure. That's true. Yeah. I work in law too, mm-hmm. but I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Even though some people, when they hear what I do, they just basically boil it down to lawyer. Mm-hmm. So people think that you and I do the same thing. Yeah. How does that feel? We're all working stiffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I feel about it. I punch a paycheck like everybody else. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, um, maybe we should play a song. Do it. Um, guest goes first. Okay. This is an ad for a project management tool called Monday.com. This cool. is what it looks like, and this is what it feels like. So this is Grindcore? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, the Australian type. <laughs> nice. They're Australian. Oh yeah, they're contemporaries of uh, ACDC on the same label. Okay, they're really big actually in Europe, of course, like everywhere. You know, they had some hits there on the mainland and in the UK in the early '80s and late '70s. Angry Anderson is like five foot tall, little bald (laughs) dude who's gonna beat you up, you know, if you look at him wrong. 
but they have so much energy and just like straight ahead sleazy kind of just rock and roll. It, and I love the metal, but I love sleazy rock and roll also. It's very ACDC-esque. Oh, yeah. I think they were, they had the same manager. You oh, know? Really? They, they had the same manager back in the day. Yeah. Wow. So they were like really just tied really in together. Huh. And this was actually not the song I wanted to play for. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, is it okay just to stop it and find the right one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Play the right one. Yeah. I often Good. do that. Salt and battery. And a lot of their songs were very just about like working class type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So a lot of oi punkers. Mm-hmm. Love Rose, uh, Rose Tattoo. Okay. Because yeah. it's all working class, kind of like, right. you know, keeping it real type of totally. stuff. Totally, yeah. So I'm just going to play a couple of their songs, I guess, off mm-hmm. of the album Assault and Battery. Okay. Which is just some really great songs on it. Uh, we'll start off with Magnum Made, which uh, I think is kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Death Wish. Death Wish? Yeah. yeah. You know the movies with yeah. Charles Brownson? Uh-huh. Kind totally. of similar thing, like vigilante going right. off, you know, yeah, yeah. taking care of the criminals in yeah. the neighborhood. <laughs> so what year is this record? Oh, this is like uh, 79, okay. 80, somewhere around there. All right. There, this is one of those bands, like, hundreds of people have been in it <laughs> you okay. know, over the last yeah. 40 years. If you got on their Wikipedia, it's just like a long list, but... People go from this band to suffocation. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys actually were like a huge influence on the LA rock scene in the, oh, makes er- in the early 80s. Yeah. The next song I hear is you're going to see, you're just going to be able to recognize bands from the 80s that ripped them off, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can hear it. I mean, it sounds like a lot of those, like Sunset Strip. Oh yeah, they like totally. LA they Guns opened up and... for uh, Guns and Roses on one of their first tours. Yeah. Here, they brought yeah. them over from Australia nice. because they loved them so much. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. have all the sing-along vocals you know which is why the right. boys punkers really like them yeah you know like the gang vocals yep yeah
Nice. Okay, the next song is Suicide City by Rose Tattoo. All right. I just love the lyrics and the music and basically everything about it. (laughs) Very oish. Oish. Yeah. It just reminds me of so many different things. I know, because everybody ripped them off. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it, the other songs kind of had an ACDC vibe, but this is way more like Sunset Strip, Hair Metal, Guns oh, yeah. N' Roses, Motley Crue, mm-hmm. LA Guns. Oh yeah, they took the song structure, they took that kind of, the way they constructed the song. And the, even the vocals are just kind of like that shouty, melodic... Oh yeah, semi-melodic thing. Yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, very catchy. Nice. <laughs> That's great. I love Angry Anderson. It's just like a great vocalist. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and he's like. It's funny if you see like a picture of him in the band. Yeah, it's like he's this tall. <laughs> you really, know, like five tall, five foot tall. You yeah. know, and everybody else is like six super foot. short guy. Yeah. yeah, but he's full of attitude. And he has great pipes. You know, kind of like Udo. U- Udo. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, what a guy that guy is. <laughs> short little, short little guy, but yeah, very short, end. lots of attitude. Oh yeah, that seems and to happen I wouldn't a lot. Mess, I wouldn't mess with either of them. No, the truth. No. <laughs> Slide guitar, yeah, that's I like that. Like the one guitar player, that's all he does is slide guitar every yeah, song. That's really it's cool. Just like different and it works. Yeah. Okay, you get the. That's point. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I dig that. I don't think I've ever actually heard Rose Tattoo before. Yeah, I can't remember how I even kind of discovered them. I think I probably read something about them and just checked it out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I've heard that name many times, but never checked it out for whatever reason. I am ill-prepared, uh, but luckily I have notes on stuff. Wow, I have a lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> I promise. Next time, grindcore. 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 Next time. Should I play grindcore? No. I shouldn't. I should play. 
Oh, now I have too many choices. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play this. I don't know why, but I like this. Okay. In the beginning of time, there was darkness. While I lay resting in my mother's womb, I soon became a part of the light world. Young in body, evil at heart. With little love around, I became aware of death. I should have been executed early in life for the crimes my mind commits daily. This album is really known for those little spoken word things in between each song. Who is it? I can't tell you yet. Ugh. Too early. It's a fantastic record, but a lot of people hate it because of those little samples. Okay. Or not samples, but whatever the fuck they are. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna play another one. Oh, that's the same one. No, it's not. And no. drinking the yearn from my gold. Tales from the Crips? Kind of. Yeah. Gatekeeper. But I like it. Oh. It's a great record, though. Nineties Florida death metal. Nice. Oh. Probably recorded at Morris Sound. I think so. They had this one record, and then they weren't around for many, many years. And then they did a follow-up, like, maybe seven or eight years ago. Okay. And that one wasn't good at all. Yeah. I would guess Cynic, but it's not. No. Nope. I know that immediately, but it kind of similar story. One Sim album then. Yep, similar era, yeah. too. Now, this band is called Resurrection. Ah, I don't and think I've ever heard of them. The album is called Embalmed Existence. Nice. And it's really, it's a great record. It's just those fucking, whatever you want to call those, those spoken word things that just drive people crazy. That stuff doesn't bother me. Really. I I kind of like it in a way. It's just, I don't know if you caught it, but on the beginning of the song, the guy was talking about how he like sits in his room and drinks the urine from his dog. No, no I did not. <laughs> Is the dog's name Sam? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Let's see if we can get another one of those. Nope. Did these guys uh, do anything else? The members of the band? Not that I know of. Surgeons and cut flesh to heal the human carcass back to life. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to bring a human carcass back to life? I know, seriously. Necromancy is the next thing. And then, of course, they closed out the record with a cover. And here it is. Right. Some now. become Satan's prostitute, <laughs> raping themselves daily by doing his bidding. Listen. 
Faith 89? George Michael? No. Okay. Close. Okay. Oh, yeah. You'll get it. Don't let the cover dissuade you, though. It is a really great record. No, I like the other stuff you're playing earlier. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, this is kind of funny, but the record itself is pretty cool. It's, uh, God, I want to say, oh, 93. 1993. Okay. Were they probably Roadrunner or Earache or something? I think it was Roadrunner. Yeah. Everybody seemed to be on Roadrunner back then. Yeah. From Florida. Florida Death Metal. Yeah. Yeah. That's solo. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's funny, just on YouTube here, it's like, so this is Resurrection doing War Machine, and then here's Amon Amarth yeah. doing War Machine. That's awesome. And then, so, same damn song, and then here's Six Feet Under doing War Machine. How many people did War Machine? Sounds like it's a popular song to cover. I guess so. War Machine, uh, the Kiss song, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Resurrection, Embalmed Existence. It's a great record. That's cool. I'll yeah. have to check that out more. Uh, Dan Seagrave cover art, more sound production. Oh, shit. I oh. just turned off the computer. Yeah. <laughs> did I? I'll, I think he did. Dan Seagrave, that guy is. Made oh, almost yeah. every cover, I think, in existence lately. For the last 20 years, it seems like. Okay. He does have a style about him. Yes. Yes, he does. Okay. And as promised, we're going to get some grindcore. Now. Grindcore. All right. Let's do it. This is a band I just, for some reason, just love. I love their concept. I love everything about it. And it's really catchy, actually. Hanson? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Actually, I saw Hanson live once. They're pretty awesome. Yeah, this is their uh, newest album. Okay. Hanson 2018. 
This is the emergency broadcast system. We are under attack by conventional forces of the Russian army. It is believed the lead waves were disguised as commercial charter flights. Communications have broken down other parts of the country. Large areas of the Midwest may they have like been overrun. They like samples also. Yeah. Are they from Canada? No, LA. Every song is based on a different movie, okay. and all the lyrics are dialogue from the movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they don't get permission from any of the movie <laughs> yeah, studios but. for anything. So that's their concept right there. Wow. So the game is like to guess which movie it is. From, right. From the sample and stuff like that. Huh. Guys have been around since the 90s. Really good. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've heard of them. I just can't think of what it is. When I like grindcore, I like this type of stuff. The real punky type of yeah. house show type of grindcore totally. bands. Totally, yeah. This was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. I don't know. What, I think it's from Falling Down. Oh, the song? Who is it? Uh, Graf Warlock. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Graf Warlock. Orlock. Graf Orlock. Graf Orlock. Never heard of that. Yeah. I'll play a couple more songs. Yeah. Economically viable. 
I love the samples. I know. That's there cool stuff. I love them. I have a bunch of their stuff. It's hard to find. What the hell is a Graf Orlock? I think it was named after some old vampire from a silent movie. Oh, okay. Because they're all a bunch of film nerds. Right. Graf Orlock. Huh. It always kind of freaks me out when somebody tells me, like, oh, there's this grindcore band that's been around since the 90s. And I literally, I don't think I've ever even heard that name. Or at least the 2000s. That's when I first found it. Like, probably... When I was still in Milwaukee back in the mid-2000s is when I first found out about them. Hmm. I think I read about them in Maximum Rock and Roll. Actually, I think there's a little article. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard that. Uh, let's see. So that reminds me of something. If I can find it. Damn, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. Uh, that obscure? Yeah, actually it is. But... Limited edition 25 cassettes? <laughs> yeah, I don't... I honestly don't even remember. I think they had a couple tapes yeah. this band I'm trying to find. Um... Actually, I might be able to find it. Oh, I just found it. This is a live performance. Cool. It's a 22-minute performance, but I'm obviously not going to play the whole thing. This is a live video from 1997. Oh, that's that obscure stuff from, uh, God, what's that Slovenian band? 
No. No, it's not that one. No. Okay. No. Okay. You're thinking of uh, Semi-Conj. Yeah, that's it. No, they're more recent. This okay. is... This band was around a lot in the 90s. They recently reformed. Okay. And uh, played some shows in Japan. But they're from Minneapolis. And like I said, this was 1997. Um, basically, looks like a house show. A place called Castle Danger. Great. And it's actually a video, so I'll let you see the video. Sure. Because like all the guys are masked. Were you involved in this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just a guess. <laughs> yeah. That's me on bass. Cool. Sauce. Sauce. Yeah. So Sauce, this is the only time I played with Sauce. Um, this performance, it was me on bass, my friend uh, Nick Loicano on vocals, and the drummer is Micah Garber. Micah is better known for his bands Body Lay Broken and Pantalones Abajo Marinero. Okay. Um, the singer, Nick Lecano, and I, uh, we did the Nothing album, The Grace of Audible, together. Great. Uh, yeah, so this is my only performance with Sauce. I don't typically play stuff on the podcast that I'm involved with, <laughs> but it was just like crazy grindcore. It reminded yeah. me of this. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. And whoever's filming it is getting knocked around big time in the pit. Yeah. This was... See the ceiling again. Awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun to, to play, and my fingers were bloody afterwards oh you're like slapping the bass going for it yeah and it's kind of hard to see but i had basically plastic wrap all over my head and duct tape to my head and then they cut out little holes so i could breathe but i could barely see and like went to play the show right after work they picked me up at work and uh yeah it was it was really fun it was i mean we spent Weeks rehearsing for this. Not really. This is all improv. <laughs> and this is in Minneapolis, you said? Yeah. But this this band did quite a bit of stuff. And like I said, they just reformed and oh, played, cool. like, toured in Japan for a little bit. That's nice. But, yeah, in Minneapolis, like, I wouldn't say they were big or anything, but they kind of had their people that were into it. Mm-hmm. Still in contact with them? Yep. Really? Yep. Yeah, so that's that's sauce. That's cool. <laughs> the singer seems angry. Yeah. <laughs> he just rolls around in a mask and screams. <laughs> Which is really funny because if you know him, he's like one of his favorite bands ever is Morrissey. Mm-hmm. And actually all the guys... Micah too Like Micah and Nick Both turned me on to Morrissey They're like way into Morrissey yeah. They're like It's Grindcore and Morrissey Like all those Minneapolis Grindcore kids mm-hmm. That's me <laughs> Back when I wrote for Terrorizer Yeah I went under for Terrorizer? Yeah but it was a joke column I okay. went under the name Geisen Christ oh, okay And uh For like Three or four months And it was around this time And it I went under the pseudonym because I was making up these. It was I. I basically turned it into like a gossip rag. Yeah. And uh, I was voted like the most dangerous man in black metal by the Terrorizer <laughs> readership. And but nobody knew who I who I was. This yeah. was before Agalock got big. Mm-hmm. And so nobody had any idea who I was. But do you write anymore? No, I just 
I wrote for Terrorizer for a while doing that. I wrote for Metal Maniacs. I mm-hmm. wrote for a bunch of fanzines, and I just, I just can't find it in myself to do it anymore. I yeah. just have like the written, like written opinions about music is just so outdated i think it's just i just have a hard time and plus with the position you're in now everybody would just be knives out if they didn't like what you said yeah what's the point and it's just like i just have no desire to do it anymore yeah and that's the craziest thing i think it's so awesome that you uh, wrote for metal maniacs because we've talked about this before that was the only magazine i read you know in high school and junior high when it came to metal because it was actually metal bands. Yeah. Not hard rock hair right. metal bands that are trying to say we're metal. It's yeah. like, no, it was like... It's like Carcass. Carcass, and Cannibal, Corpse and, Cannibal Corpse, yep. you know? It's like, that's where I found out about Cathedral, their first album, Forest of Le- Equilibrium. It's yeah. like, I think the... F- I don't know who wrote the review, but the first sentence is, Cathedral hate themselves more than Black Sabbath ever did. Yeah. You know, I thought... <laughs> I got to get this album. <laughs> totally, yeah. My favorite review ever was written by my my buddy Chris Maycock, and it was must have been late '90s, early 2000s. I think it was before I wrote for Metal Maniacs. I can't really remember. Um, and I think Jeff Wagner was the editor at the time, and it was for Unleashed's like fourth record, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the entire review was just this is an unleashed album that was all it said (laughs) yeah but that's like all you need to know is just like it's like saying this is an acdc record yeah you know what you're getting Mm -hmm. they all sound pretty much the same just and i was like that's so perfect because so many of these reviews it's just like they're waxing moronic about like turning reviews into these like poetical statements yeah poetical poetic statements yeah and I just, at the end of the day, they just seem so worthless a lot of the time. So, there's some writers sometimes fall into the habit of thinking they're writing for art form right. every single time. Yeah. And it has to be a philosophical treatise and cor- putting that record into like its historical significance. You know, right. sometimes it's like, I don't really care about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as someone who did that, it was really hard. Like, if I got a record like Mr. Bungle's California, mm-hmm. like, I did a review for that, uh, for Metal Maniacs, and I wrote three pages on that record. Wow. But it's a very engaging record to me. Yeah. It's one of my favorite bands. I have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Of course, they, you know, distilled it down to, like, a paragraph and a half. Yeah. Um, but I had a lot to say about that record. But you get these promos of these things, and it's, like, Band X from Kentucky and Band X from South Africa and wherever, and it's the five millionth black metal band you've heard from Illinois, I have nothing to say. Exactly. And I can't, and it's not even like this is good or bad, it's just like, I've heard this record a million times from a million different bands, there's nothing, and I can't, how can I be constructive? I can't have, I can't muster the energy to like give this any constructive criticism even. Yeah. And it's all subjective. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like the famous quote, the whole writing about music is like fucking about architecture. Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> I haven't heard that. That's, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Uh, this guy named Aesop Decker said that, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Writing about music is like fucking about architecture. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. But yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. And especially this day and age. It used to be, you'd read a review, you kind of get like an idea of it because yeah. you couldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Now, you might as well just 
listen to it on YouTube or Spotify, yeah. get an idea of what it sounds like. Everything's available yeah. now. Yeah, instead of reading somebody say, like, hey, this kind of reminds me of Mid-Period Slayer mixed with <laughs> Morbid Angel but with hints of uh, Anthrax. And it sounds like it was written by Muddy Waters on crack, and, you know, it's just... Yeah. It's silly. Anyway. No, I hear you. And I, don't get me wrong. I love long-form, like, articles oh, about for bands sure. and all that stuff. But it's like, there's a place for it. Yeah. I think interviews are more important now because the accessibility of music, I can look up anything I want to hear, but what I can't necessarily look up, like, right away is... Uh, people's thoughts or motivations or themes or you know why they're making the music they're making or what their childhood was like yeah. or what kind of pizza they like you yeah know. articles are great how Especially many snare hits they've heard in their lifetime you know mm-hmm. you're only going to hear the, about well, that like in the interviews. questions you were asking me earlier right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no I, I hear exactly what this, what you're saying yeah good um, we're actually almost out of time okay so Can why I don't play you one song yeah why don't you play one more song awesome we were kind of talking a little bit about this yesterday. Uh, Australia has some great bands yes, they coming do. out of it right now. And you probably know this. I really love heavy psychedelic mm-hmm. music. Yep. Like early vanilla fudge. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I in Melbourne, there's a huge psych scene going oh, on. Oh, I know. And it's like, what's your favorite band from there? From Australia? Or like from that scene. Like the modern stuff? Yeah. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. Yeah, exactly. We were listening to that last night, and that was really, really good. I'm obsessed with that band. After last night, I might be obsessed also. It's the first time I'd actually really listened to them. Yeah, they're so great. I did an entire podcast on that band. I listened to part of it. Okay. Modern? Yeah. Okay. Buried Feather. Buried Feather. Okay. Would I Miss You is the name of the album. keyboard oh i, I love really the cool. tones i love the fuzz yeah. but the keyboard does it yeah are they associated with king gizzard at all do you know they're probably friends the, at the very least i bet they're friends i don't know if they have any association yeah. Oh, I love it. I just randomly read about them, I think, on 
maybe quietus.com. Okay. Uh-huh. There was like a review of some live show or something. I'd never heard of them. And then I got on YouTube, found this album, and it's like, oh, beautiful album. Yeah. Great songs. That's a cool name, too, Buried Feather. Absolutely. I really dig the vocals. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a lot of like this psych stuff or prog stuff, there was some a certain tonality to the vocals that I don't really like, but yeah. this is And it's really the bass cool player who sings. So oh, really? there you go. Nice. Talented guy. I do like bass players. I, I think you should. Yeah. Gotta at least like yourself. You know? I love myself. I'm amazing. My best attribute is my humility. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> was really great i loved that great thanks for playing that for me no problem so usually each episode we close out by uh the guest giving out their credit card number and expiration date one 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 two 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 zero three twenty four is that the date that's a really weird date no that's credit card number and okay. date and date okay yeah. is it like one of those you have to like scramble and like figure out the combos and all that absolutely but i'm not going to give you the three digit code on the back of the card so good luck, guys. All right. I mean, I guess, I guess we'll survive without it. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, man. Thanks oh, for joining. Fun. Play, thank you for playing Buried Feather, Graf Orlock, and Rose Tattoo. And Rose Tattoo. Yes. Yes. Mixed it up a little bit. Yeah, I love it. Um, I typically don't recap at the end, but mm-hmm. the very limited feedback I've gotten on this show, uh, I've had maybe two people contact me, and they both said it'd be great to have a recap at the end of the show <laughs> of what you played. And you know what I said? What did you say? I said, fuck you. I'm not oh. doing it. But we just did it. God damn it. We did. We did just do it. So I played some other stuff. I can't remember. Sauce. I played sauce. Yeah. A little bit of, I don't feel like that's too cheesy because it was just an improv thing that I did once. Uh, like, res- gonna, resurrection. Resurrection. Thank yep. you. Yes. Were they a Christian death metal band? Like, no, they sound like Like it, tourniquet, stuff like that? No, they weren't. Like no. Living Sacrifice, Mortification. They yeah. weren't like that. Okay. The name sounds like that. Yeah. They um, they were known kind of like in the experimental community because they always wore these giant eyeballs on their heads. Crazy. Yeah. Not really. That's the residents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Who? Yeah, the residents. So yeah, Resurrection and we already said that. Did I play anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Short and sweet. I like it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.